Hi, I'm Sue. And I'm Megan, and this is Runner Girls, a podcast about women brought together by a love of running. Yes, brought together on this lovely Tuesday morning after a very nice weekend here. I don't know how things have been for you in Michigan, but it feels like spring. <laughs> Yesterday, I swear, coming home from work, my the the thermostat in my car said it was 73 degrees, and I was like, what? <laughs> We're pretty close to, we're not that warm, but we we were in the 60s and sunny on Sunday. We've been in the 50s. It's been raining, but it's still kind of warm. Nice. Like 50, 55. We'll like dip into like high 40s today, but that's still way better than Mm. what we have been. So it definitely feels like spring here. And everybody's been telling me it's spring. And I'm like, yeah, but I remember it snowed twice in April last year. So I'm not crossing fingers for spring yet. I don't want to hear the S word anymore. I'm over it. I'm so over it. I'm I'm just enjoying this wonderful weather while we have it. Because I feel like on the other side, it's like summer's coming (laughs) and it's looming. And so I'm just going to enjoy this for now. It's been nice. Um, So I've been getting outside a lot and we'll talk about that. But yeah, I'm just feeling so optimistic about I only it was 41 degrees when I got up this morning for my run. So I'm like, I only have to wear two layers (laughs) instead of three. It's amazing. So that's how I'm doing. I'm very happy. How are you doing, Megan? Good. I really am excited about the sunshine. I love daylight savings time. I uh, like the extra time at night. It just, the extra light at night. Yeah. It just makes it more, because I'm not a morning person, and getting extra light in the morning never affects me, because mm-hmm. I'm not functional enough at that time for it to be useful but having extra light after work is amazing so nice yeah I I think I adjusted pretty well to daylight savings um yesterday I slept until like 5 30 in the morning and I was like oh crap where'd the day go (laughs) (laughs) which is probably not a normal response to getting up at that time but I'm just like, oh, no, I have less hours until I have to leave for work. <laughs> so that was fun. But I think I'm getting back, back into a regular habit. Yeah, I woke up at like quarter after four today. So back to good old regular waking up super early. But it was nice to get some extra sleep for once. So that was good. Yeah, I am ready to move along and talk about running. Are you? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> You know, we last recorded on Thursday, so there hasn't been a lot that's happened since then. My last run that I talked about that day was a marathon paced run that had gone well. My next run was Friday morning. That was an easy run, five miles. Saturday and Sunday, I had a six mile on the plan for Saturday and a 10 mile for Sunday. Um, because I was planning on doing my long run with Amy and she wanted to run on Saturday, I switched those two. So I did 10 on Saturday and six on Sunday. So I met Amy in Newmarket 
and we um, she had planned a 10 mile route on the big hills out there from the um, Great Bay Half Marathon course and uh, I felt pretty somewhat confident going into it because I'd been running hills out here in Dover and they're you know big hills that are comparable to the ones that she has so I was like all right this will be fine you know taking it really easy and uh, honestly it turned out to be a really great run it was somewhat sunny it was in the 40s there was some wind that day it was like the tail end of a windy streak that we've had here but um, but the route that we had we really didn't have to run into the wind too much so that worked out really great I know Amy was worried about it and I'm like don't worry it's gonna be awesome because <laughs> I'm trying to be very positive about everything and it actually turned out to be a really really great run I ran up all the hills and finished 10 miles feeling strong I think we averaged just under 12 minute miles for the run and our last run our last mile of the run was our fastest one and that was going uphill so it it turned out to be a really great run and I gotta say I'm adapting to the long runs in that like after this 10 miles on the hills that was like a challenging route my legs didn't have that really achy long run fatigue feeling that they normally do after after a run so I was like oh that's a good sign that my legs are getting stronger and not feeling super weak afterward so that was good my Sunday run that was six miles that was I think that was a little tougher yeah that was um, looking at my Strava right now I said this easy run felt tough tight and achy this morning um, so that was the day after the 10 miler that's fine you know they can't all be great runs <laughs> um, I averaged about 12 minute miles and I probably stopped to walk once or twice I don't remember specifically I didn't say anything about it but it just felt tough and I remember having a little a couple little niggles just tight spots really um, but that was fine and then that was Sunday. Yesterday was Monday, and I did five miles easy. And that one, I think, went better than Sunday's run. So, again, nothing too challenging. Wasn't feeling fantastic. But, oh, and I had woken up at like 5.30, so I was like, I felt rushed. <laughs> um, and I really didn't want to run. I was like groggy, too. So that was that was a thing um, but it ended up being like just under five miles 4.77 and I averaged 1147 over the course of the run so even though it wasn't like a great run it's still like my easy paces are coming down so that was good and then today's run was speed work so this was five by 1K, one kilometer repeats. And going off of my last um, few speed work sessions, I decided to aim for about nine minutes per mile pace or a little over 9.05, because I'd been averaging just over nine minute miles for my speed work repeats. Um, so I jogged down to the track this morning and I was feeling better today than I had been the last couple days so that was a good sign and then I um, started my repeats and 
doing kilometer repeats is intimidating because it's two and a half times around the track. I'm like, that's a long time to run fast. <laughs> um, but I just tried to pace myself the best I could and it went really well. So aiming for, like I said, just over nine minute miles, um, each lap that I did, um, I averaged around in the 850s. So my first kilometer was 857 pace. My second kilometer was 854 pace. Third was 854 fourth was 856 and the last was 854 so those splits were like so consistent and I jogged all my recoveries so slightly faster than I expected jogged all my recoveries and I didn't feel completely gassed in fact my average heart rate for the whole that whole run was 148 beats per minute <laughs> so that's low for me <laughs> I was like yeah. oh wow um, and then my um, total pace, including all my recoveries for the, that four and a half miles, was 9.26. So I was like, that's awesome. <laughs> I'm feeling really good about, like, the speed work. And I always forget, like, I'm intimidated by the increase in distance every week for the repeats, but the fitness always improves to match it. So I need to not really worry about it so much and just kind of go with it. Next week is four by 1200s. So again, another bump up in the distance of the repeats, but assuming the fitness increases or stays the same, I'm sure I'll be fine. So that was my last run this week. I'm on day 105 of running every day. So made it over that 100 day bump. <laughs> um, and feeling good. I'm up to like 280 miles for the year. And I did, oh, this in over the past week, I did two swims at the pool and three bike rides. What? Two, two, one was uh, on the spin bike. One was on the stationary bike at the gym. And then um, the last one I did yesterday afternoon when it was gorgeous, Diane and I went out for um, an eight mile ride outside so that was my first ride outside this year and it was awesome <laughs> it was so great to ride outside it makes me really appreciate my bike and being outside and riding it's so much more fun so that was awesome so yeah it, it's it's good like I'm keeping up with the you know the marathon training um still averaging around just over 40 miles a week and this week bumps it up to like 47, I think. But I'm feeling good about it. Like, no problems. And I've been increasing my my food intake. So now I feel like I have more energy to do those other things like swimming and riding. So, yeah, feeling good. Solid week of training. I'm happy. <laughs> I'm super proud of you. Thank you. I'm I'm proud of me too. And I'm excited to see this all pay off because I still have like you know like nine weeks of training to go for just for the this marathon so I'm excited to see it all come together yeah so Megan last we spoke you were planning on doing a 
lunch run and then a weekend long run. How have things gone since Thursday? So I did two runs, neither of what we talked about on the show, but that's kind of what I do. I did about four miles on Sunday. It was almost four. I ran with a new person I met through the Women for Tri group, and she had a 45-minute run planned. And it was a beautiful day on Sunday, and so I just went and ran 45 minutes with her. I got thinking about it. And I was like, what's the point in doing a long run that I'm going to need longer to recover from if that means I'm not going to run at all until my next long run? I was like, that's not smart, Megan. So I did a shorter run. And then I was up at 5 a.m. this morning and ran at 530. (laughs) I saw that on Strava and I was like, really? (laughs) Yes. It's a thing that happened. (laughs) Uh, We'll see how many more times it continues. But uh, I did three miles this morning. My Strava pace is all funky because my indoor watch is not, like the indoor setting on my watch is not calibrated correctly. So it thinks I'm going a lot slower than I am. Mm -hmm. But I'm not really worried about pace. I'm only worried about getting the miles in. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, that's fine. So yeah, I've run twice, which is more than I ran in the two weeks prior. (laughs) So I'm not super upset about it. Uh, They were both decent runs. I took them slower. I did push the last mile on the treadmill. I probably ran it like at 10 minute pace, 10, 20 pace. Nice. Just because it feels better to run fast sometimes, especially on the treadmill. I have the opposite feeling like I it feels better for me to run fast outside but on the treadmill I just want to run slow because it feels hard <laughs> I don't know it's weird yeah I just and I think too I hate the treadmill so getting it done because I did two miles on the indoor track and then I was not having a lot of fun hmm. turning left because I keep going on days where I turn left instead of turn right and so and I don't like turning left on my left ankle as much. They switch the direction that you run? Yeah, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, we run where you turn left. Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Yeah, I think those are the other days. Wow. You turn right. And it's for, um, I think, ankle support and stuff and just a change. But that really only benefits people who run every day or consecutive days. Most people run every other day, so it really doesn't work, I think. Yep. <laughs> okay. But good yeah. in theory. Yeah, I honestly, they don't say why they do that. They just have different days. Yeah. So, okay, yeah. Let's just go ahead. <laughs> but uh, they were both good runs, and I'm planning at least another one this week and then a weekend run i don't know uh, i'd like to do six at least this weekend mm-hmm. six to seven because i've done that before then that'll be fine yeah that sounds like a good increase nice and not too um not too much at once when you were telling me you were gonna go for 10 i was like okay <laughs> I mean, I knew I could do it, but it would have sucked and it yeah. wouldn't have been fun and I wouldn't have liked it. So when I got thinking about that, I'm like, well, 
I really just need to be consistent and doing one sucky long run isn't going to make me want to go run again the rest of the week. Right. Makes sense. But good job this week getting two runs in. That's pretty much, you know, what you said you were going to do minus doing a longer run. So that's pretty good. And considering it hasn't been a full week since we last talked either. (laughs) No, it's been five days. Yep. And I did two runs in five days. That's way better than what I had been averaging. So Yeah. Nice. Nice work. All right. I think that's it. I'm trying to think if there's anything else to talk about. Not really, because there hasn't been much going on. Up next, we have Runner Girl Recommends. So my recommend this week is um, something I've recommended multiple times in the past, but it's so important and it's like huge for me right now. And that is foam rolling. I know we have a tendency to repeat ourselves, but for anybody who doesn't have a foam roller yet, you you should get one. There's see when you have tight muscles, there's two things that help stretching the muscles, which lengthens them. And then pressure on the muscles, either by foam rolling or massage, which helps to loosen the knots. So you can stretch and stretch and stretch all you want, but if you're not really getting into those knots, they're, they're not going to get released. So, um, so foam rolling is a really essential part of recovery and um, just getting everything loosened up so that you're not going to be compromising your form. You know, I talked about um, the knee pain that I was having uh, a week or two ago and how I did some real good foam rolling and then everything felt great great again and it's still still good. So anytime I start feeling something get tight, it's like, okay, I need to I need to foam roll some more and especially my IT bands because those do not respond well to stretching. You know, I generally stretch after most of my runs just doing some um, static, you know, calf stretching, quad stretching, um, hamstring stretches. But um, stretching the IT bands is tougher because it's such a tight band of fascia. Um, So that really, really responds well to the foam rolling. So that's something that I have to keep up with regardless of whether I foam roll anything else. Um, But generally I have to keep up with foam rolling my hamstrings too because those also get really tight and I get knots in there and it's hard to get to. Like, I don't know about about you or other women out there, but I carry a lot of fat in my thighs and it's hard to get to the hamstrings with a foam roller. I have a really small, dense foam roller that I like to use on my hamstrings because it's harder and I can really get in there. Um, Also, the kind with like the little nubbies on it is really good for, for getting to the hamstrings. So just some thoughts on how I recommend the foam roller and I'm probably gonna going to repeat myself again in the future because it is so important to loosen up those muscles. So Megan, what is your recommend today? My recommend today is sparkling water and it's bubbly slash buble which I think is only because Michael Buble is one of their like sponsors or advertising. I don't know. Oh, really? But, 
Yeah. He's got, he's in one of their commercials, which I haven't seen because I don't have cable, but uh, their website also, I went to their website and he's mentioned on it. So they must have some kind of deal, advertising campaign deal thing going. Mm -hmm. But either way, I used to drink LaCroix, but then I tried this bubbly stuff and it's more flavorful. It tastes a little better because LaCroix kind of tastes like it wants there to be flavor in the water and it really isn't um whereas the stuff i actually can taste some of the flavoring still no sweeteners and zero calories for sparkling water Mm -hmm. which is really good because i can't do fake sweeteners and i have tried both the peach and strawberry flavors now Mm -hmm. and like both of them i like the peach more but i like most peach flavored things more same (laughs) so but yeah it's really good it's made by pepsi so it's about on par with a 12 pack of soda maybe a little bit more expensive but you get water instead of soda yeah i have tried the strawberry bubbly before and i do like that one um, I haven't tried the peach. I don't think I've seen it. And I would totally get that because I love peach things. Um, so I would try that. I do like the La Croix, though. I like the, um, not the regular ones that they do, but the skinnier cans. They have yes. like a cherry lime or cherry limon or something like that. That's really good. But I don't, I actually haven't been drinking sparkling water in a while because I've been kind of hooked on diet soda lately oh yeah yeah um which does have artificial sweeteners but i found there's um a grocery store near my house that has a um you ever try the reed's ginger beer soda no it's like extra ginger um i'm a big fan of ginger ale especially real ginger ale and reed's carries a zero sugar brand of um craft ginger beer with extra ginger spice and it's so good i'm drinking one right now (laughs) so this actually wasn't meant to be my recommend this week but your um sparkling water got me thinking about it um because it's delicious and i wonder if there's there's probably ginger sparkling waters right probably yeah i feel like i've had one like a ginger peach one before but i can't remember the brand but I don't think I liked it that much. <laughs> At least not as much as the diet soda. But that's an awesome recommend. I'm going to have to look for that peach bubbly. All right. Up next, we have Runner Girl of the Week. So, our Runner Girl of the Week this week is Irene Garvin. And she just, she posted a run that I could relate to. (laughs) And this was from today, it looks like. And she just wrote, overslept. (laughs) And it's a three and a half mile run. She had a pretty good, uh, consistent, like 12 12 minute, 12 and a half minute mile pace. But uh, I just, I'm like, I feel you, Irene. I had that feeling yesterday where it's like, oh, wait, I slept later than I expected, and now i got to make myself go run. Um, But she went out and she got it done, which is the important thing, even though she overslept. And, yeah, I think some of us, maybe not Megan, but some of us are still adjusting to daylight savings time. Megan, it's like you and I had a, a flip because 
here I am oversleeping and you're out there running at like 5.30 in the morning. <laughs> yeah. So I think that's funny. But great job getting out there, Irene. And um, good luck to everybody getting their runs done uh, after adjusting to the time change. So don't forget to join the Runner Girls Club on Strava so that we will see your runs and you could be our next runner girl or guy of the week. And up next, we have feedback. So we got a few comments on our um, Strava Club page. Uh, Megan, do you want to take the first one? Sure. Our first one is from... Hannah McDougall, and she says, I had my car broken into this week, and they stole my running bag. I'm so sorry. It sucks when your car gets broken into. The thing I'm most heartbroken about is losing my bra. So I enjoyed the bra talk. Getting the right sports bra is a big thing. XX. Yes. I was just looking this morning at a new sports bra, Hannah, so I understand. (laughs) I, what I don't understand is, why would someone steal a bra? Like, well, if they stole her running bag, they probably thought there was something more in it, and her sports bra was just in her running bag. I do that. I keep, like, a gym bag hmm. full of running stuff, and, like, my swimsuits stay in there, my goggles. So if they just broke into my car and stole my gym bag, they'd get my sports bra, too. Hmm. Not cool. No. Well, maybe Hannah will be able to get a nice new fancy sports bra. Yeah. Having the right sports bra is very important. (laughs) All right. Our next comment was from Kent. And Kent, also talking about the bra talk, (laughs) says, My first year of running, I thought I needed a bro slash bra because I jiggled so much when I ran. So I've never, I have never really heard that experience from guys, like feeling like they needed some kind of support up there. So I was talking to Kent and I'm like, that kind of reminds me of that Seinfeld episode where they make the man's bra called the man's ear or the bro. (laughs) Um, But apparently Kent says there is a company that makes bras for men. So there you go. For those that need it, it's out there. The next comment is from Catherine Berwick, and she says, Sue, are you doing a Fitzinger plan? Those long marathon miles sound familiar. I got my PR with one of those. Worth it. (laughs) Um, So I did respond back to her. uh, I'm actually doing Hanson's marathon method, beginner plan. I have looked at Fitzinger plans in the past, and I was definitely intimidated by the amount of miles and so I, I just, I tend to stick with what I'm comfortable with. And so I have done Hanson's a few times before. So I think twice before I've followed Hanson's like pretty much exactly and had great results both times. Um, and then I've also done modifications on Hanson. So the last few marathons I've done has basically been my modification of Hanson's plans um running less days per week but more like keeping the back-to-back long runs and not necessarily going very long on the long run so this time I am following Hanson's or trying to follow it pretty specifically because a I do want the miles that the plan calls for 
um, because I have mileage goals for this year. And B, I really want to see how much I can progress, you know, following an actual training plan again. Um, so I am following Hanson's and, you know, so far it's working well for me. We'll see how I feel after this week where I have to do on Thursday, eight miles at marathon pace. Um, that's quite a jump up because one modification that I usually make to the plan is going like five miles at marathon pace, six miles at marathon pace, then like seven or eight miles, then jumping up to 10. But Hanson's goes five, 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 eight, 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 nine, 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 ten, ten, ten. So it's a little different. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I tend to stick with things that I know. Uh, so Fitzinger was one of those that I, I looked at um, and I was just intimidated, A, by the workouts and B, by the overall um, distance um, in, in the plan. And then I also had that same feeling about Jack Daniels. Megan, I don't know if you've ever looked at a Jack Daniels training plan, but those are confusing as heck. <laughs> so You I'm apparently like, have to get the book and really read through the book. I and then the it books. explains everything. Yeah, I, That's all I've heard. I haven't looked at anything because I don't have the book. Yeah. And... So I, I, have, um, I have a Jack Daniels book and a Fitzinger book. And... Um, even so, like just looking at the plans, Jack Daniels especially, I find to be very, it's not like very easy to understand. It's a lot of like, um, I don't know. It's just complicated. And I like simple. And Hanson's is pretty simple, you know? Run this mm -hmm. distance for this amount of time, you know? And you don't have to worry about a lot of other factors. So, I don't know. Um, but... Catherine does well with Fitzinger, so I might take a look at that one in the future. I've heard good things, you know. I think if, you know, after doing um, Hanson's again, if I'm ready to switch things up, that might be something that I'll consider because I think I might be ready for another jump in mileage, assuming I survive this one. <laughs> All right, and our last bit of feedback is a voicemail we got on the Runner Girls hotline. And that number is 207-200-3297. Pretty sure, <laughs> if I remember correctly. Hi, Runner Girls. This is Elizabeth Huerta. I was just listening to the episode on my way home from work, and I heard that I was Runner Girl of the Week. That just made my whole day. I started clapping and laughing, and I got really excited. And the person next to me in the car was like, what's wrong with this girl? But it really meant a lot that you picked me for Runner Girl of the Week because what I didn't share on Strava is that was my first race back after being injured all of 2019. So the hills kicked my butt, and the time wasn't what I wanted, but it was a fun weekend, and it was really great, and it meant a lot that y'all picked me. Love the show. Keep it up. Can't wait to hear the next one. Bye, y'all. Oh, yay. Yeah, so I thought that was um, a great to hear from you, Elizabeth. So I'm glad we were able to make your day when Megan picked you for Run a Girl of the Week last week. And yeah, that's obviously that's a challenging uh, half marathon to run, you know, as your your first half marathon back after injury. But glad it worked out for you. And uh, Thanks for reviving the Runner Girls hotline because we haven't got a voicemail in a long time. Of course, we don't really promote it that much. But uh, but yeah, it was great to hear from you, Elizabeth. Yeah, it was really cool. And that's so great for coming back from an injury. And 
not letting the hills kick your butt as much as you think they did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, yay for non-injured runner girls now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Every injury that we get, though, makes us stronger overall because we learn from it, right? We modify our behavior in the future so that it doesn't happen again. Or if it does, we know how to recover from it and adapt, right? Yes. Yes. And what to do. Yes. <laughs> All the mistakes we've made through the years, it's like, well, we better be learning from them, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So awesome job, Elizabeth. And thanks, everybody, for sharing your feedback. And we always love hearing from you. So if you have any comments on any of our episodes, feel free to reach out to us. And again, if you'd like to leave a voicemail, that number is 207 200 3297. So I think that might be it for this week, Megan, unless you have anything else that you wanted to discuss. No, I'm good. Okay, good. Well, um, I am happy, as I said before, that it feels like spring is finally <laughs> starting to come around. We're getting some nicer, warmer running weather, so I hope you have wonderful weather this week Megan and you get in those runs that you wanted to do and uh yeah I look forward to talking to you again next Tuesday yes yes it'll be good yeah all right so what are you gonna do more of this week get outside and run yes all right bye everybody bye y'all if you want to share anything, comments, questions, or your runs, you can email us at runnergirlspodcast at gmail.com. Follow us at facebook.com slash runnergirlspodcast. Tweet to us at runnergirlsshow. Tag us on Instagram at runnergirlspodcast. Or call the hotline at 207-200-3297. Download episodes at runnergirlspodcast.com, iTunes, and Stitcher. Thanks for listening. Now go outside and run.
If you want to share anything, comments, questions, or your runs, you can email us at runnergirlspodcast at gmail.com. Follow us at facebook.com slash runnergirlspodcast. Tweet to us at runnergirlsshow. Tag us on Instagram at runnergirlspodcast or call the hotline at 207-200-3297. Download episodes at runnergirlspodcast.com, iTunes, and Stitcher. Thanks for listening. Now go outside and run.